What is up, you guys? It is your host, Lauren. And Peyton. And welcome back to the Uninvited Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, wow, wow. We are here in Better Than Ever and about to bring you one of the best episodes Unlike of your episodes, lives. Oh, yeah. Unlike other episodes, Peyton and I, our energy is high today. We are energetic. We are, like, ready to freaking go. Rock and roll, baby. Oh, we're so excited. It's so, the, good, the vibes are truly immaculate right Absolutely. now. And I know I oversay that, but I'm not sorry this time. No, right now, the frequencies are pretty high up there, I'd say. Oh, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so, so t- let's, Lauren, tell us why. Why are the frequencies so high today? Hmm. Well, I don't know. We have a little guest today. Oh, excuse the you. The Millennials and Mimosas podcast. They are obviously millennials, so they're yes. like an older version of Peyton and I. They've been through it, ladies. How cool is that Gentlemen. to kind of hear them talk about their past experiences, right. how it affected them. It, they were in a different era. I mean, it is so interesting. So we're going right. to get their insight on what they went through and hear their advice for us. Absolutely. So we'll be learning things along the way, just like you guys. Because trust us, we could use all the advice oh, we could possibly get. Absolutely. We're all in this together. <laughs> so yeah, we hope you guys love today's episode. And let's just jump right into the juiciness. We're jumping in. Okay, guys, we are going to go on into today's bulk of the episode. We are here with Millennials and Mimosas. You guys can introduce yourselves. Hey. <laughs> um, so yeah, oh, why don't you guys go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm Mads or Madison, uh, one half of Millennials and Mimosas. And I'm Kim, and <laughs> thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah, of course, we are so excited about today's episode. Sorry, it's a little, like, laggy, so if I talk over you, it's just a little bit delayed, but it's all good. Um, so we have an on-the-spot, as you know, or if you don't know, it's just, like, a question of the podcast. So the question we have for you guys is, if you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what advice would you tell her? I actually thought about this the other day because I feel like I get asked this like question like what would you tell your younger self and it's definitely changed throughout the years like when I was like 20 I would have gone back and said all this stuff like I would have done this differently and this differently but not to get all sappy but as you get older you're like I wouldn't change a thing because I'm here where I am today but now I'm thinking of it like technically and I'm like I would probably tell myself to think harder about what I wanted to major and in school because (laughs) these are the problems we're running into now yeah we were just talking about it so like (laughs) okay our graduates degree like we're not really sure what we want to do with our lives right and another one that I was thinking of is that I would definitely be nicer to my parents because like I love my mom and I love my dad and like my mom and I are best friends now but I remember like right around like 17 when you're like starting to apply for colleges that's when my mom and I fought the most because she was like you need to be doing this and you don't need to be going out. You need to focus on your education and like <laughs> apply for colleges and like applying for colleges was literally the last thing I wanted to right. do. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's where we are right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I promise it's all worth it. Yeah. You guys are really in the thick of it right now, but I mean, for me, I guess I would say try to figure out like, I guess like what Kim said, the trajectory of like where your life wants to go because I probably would have changed a few things like I loved my college experience and I love where I'm at now in Charlotte but honestly it's not like I'm living my dream career and that's one thing you don't want to think about when you're 18 but it is something you should kind of focus on a little bit more. Yeah, All right. no pressure, but basically no, figure, figure your entire no, life out. No, I, I love that because I, real. I recently have like out of nowhere become really interested in enrolling in, in the ROTC because I want to be a lawyer in the future. Um, and as you know, law school, undergrad, that's super expensive and I'm not full of money. So 
Um, I was thinking doing the ROTC, becoming a JAG lawyer, all that stuff. And I'm just like, I'm super waffly on like what I want to do in the future. Cause I know a ton of lawyers and they're like, don't do it. Like you're going to regret it. You're going to hate it. Like it's going to deplete your mental health. So I am like, I understand what you're saying and I need that advice right now because <laughs> I have no oh clue God. what I'm going to end up doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't, don't think law school is like a death sentence because I mean, we do have friends right now that are like going through the law school thick of it. And I know it's a struggle for them, but they're also like loving it and they're yeah. really passionate about wanting to become lawyers. So I think yeah. if it is your true dream, it's definitely something good to pursue. Awesome. Right. Well, thank yeah, you. That's good. It. I like that. Um, well, <laughs> going off of that, why don't you guys just give us a background of who you guys are, where you go to, or where you go or went to college, all that stuff, just so we can. And get- how you guys met, because I'm so curious. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you want to start? Yeah, so I guess I'll start. Um, again, I'm Kim. I'm originally from the Raleigh, North Carolina area. And I went to school at UNC Charlotte and I just kind of stuck around here ever since. Um, It's also funny, like when I graduated college, I had, (laughs) I had that same kind of like, what do I want to do with my life mindset? And I was like, do I want to move to Nashville? Do I want to move to Texas? Like I had all these thoughts and then I just got a job in Charlotte and I was like, okay, I'll stay here for like a year until I figured out. And then I've been here ever since. And then (laughs) shortly after I moved back here, like after college full time, then I ran into Madison. Yeah. So I guess to give you guys a little bit of background on myself, I'm originally from Connecticut. um, And I went to a small school, Wofford in Spartanburg, South Carolina, um, which was kind of a huge jump from being from Connecticut. Most of my friends went to school in New England. um, But I really wanted to just like have this Southern college experience. Yeah, that's literally what we say all the time. We literally always say that. (laughs) Yes. I, I totally understand that. Yeah. Yeah, but also, like, I didn't want to go to, like, a huge school, like, UGA or USC or something like that. Like, I wanted the small school vibe just because that's who I am. Like, I wanted to be really involved, and I knew at a smaller school I could probably do that more easily. So, Wofford was kind of the perfect fit. It had the Greek life. It had, like, a little bit of the party scene, but it was also small, so I could get involved in all the organizations I wanted to be a part of. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm laughing yeah, right now because yeah. that sounds just like Yeah, that's literally me. <laughs> like, like, I want to, I'm probably going to, like, I'm Murray Wofford. State. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the same. I feel your vibes. Because then I, on the other hand, I'm like, yeah. I want a big school. I want a D1 school. Yeah. I want the big party life, like, Greek life. So, like, we are total polar opposites. <laughs> but that opposite. sounds just like It's Peyton. literally me. So, that relatable. Is- <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did yeah. either of you guys do sororities? Like, were you guys involved in Greek life? Yeah, yeah, we're actually sisters. We're both Vedas. <laughs> that is so cute. Which was, you know, yeah. yeah. It was funny. So actually, the story of how we really met, I feel like this is like our love story. Yeah, our love story. <laughs> um, we're not alone, Lauren. I know. <laughs> uh, my roommate actually went to Wofford with Madison. And when I got a job here in Charlotte, I obviously wasn't planning on staying in Charlotte. So I kind of had like really little to no time to find a place to live. And my friend and my now roommate's friend knew each other and they were like, hey, I know some girl who's looking for a roommate in Charlotte. Um, She's already set up in a two bedroom, whatever, like all you have to do is just move in. So I met her, she was great, Mary. And uh, we were like, let's just hang out like one more time, like before I move in, just to like see if you're cool, you know. Like I don't want to move in with like <laughs> someone who I don't vibe with. So oh my god, we the vibes! There we go. <laughs> oh, all the vibes. 
There we go. I, <laughs> I love it. it. I love <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> and I brought a friend and she brought Madison because we like didn't want to make it weird. So we we're like, yeah, like, let's just meet up, you know, like super chill, like, vibe. I don't want to say vibe again. <laughs> Take a shot every time and we say vibes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Madison and I, like our very first conversation, I swear, was like about podcasts. Literally like, about podcasts. And we were like, so what podcasts do you listen to? And we found out we listened to like some of the same ones. And we like had this hour long conversation about like podcasts. And then we decided that we just like really got along. And obviously I hung out with Mary and her group of friends. And like, I kind of brought in my group of friends and we all integrated. And we've had this like big girl group in Charlotte from then on. And yeah. Madison and I like continued that love for podcasts and kind of like <laughs> went off and made it into this yeah we were like, I love that yeah at the time we were like both single and we were like getting drunk every Saturday night too <laughs> oh, yeah, we were like also the only single people in the group so that was kind of what we vibed over yeah. to yeah so we were like okay like going out every weekend together like a lot of the times it was the big group but sometimes it was just the two of us because everyone else was like doing stuff with their boyfriends or whatever <laughs> relatable <laughs> yeah so then it was like Sunday mornings and we would be getting gr- brunch or just like sitting in one of our apartments hungover. I cannot and- wait so I'm at that point in my life I'm so done being 17 <laughs> Yeah, and we were like, okay, so we could like easily turn these conversations into a podcast. And that's, that's oh my gosh, this is yeah. insane. We're so like similar the way our brains are it's working crazy. right now. Yeah, because <laughs> Peyton and I. So what inspired us to do podcasting? We've kind of talked about it on past episodes, but during quarantine, her and I were crazy into like podcasts. That's all we did. I would go on like a four mile walk every morning, so I was going crazy doing online school, like. I was about to pull my hair out and every day Peyton and I would send each other like I'm listening to this podcast today you should listen to this one like we would listen to podcasts that each other would give to each other yeah and then we started doing it like out of nowhere but we also bonded over podcasts that is so funny yeah I'm telling you podcasts they they make for the best friendships really though wow like put that, that on a shirt so like that's merch right there <laughs> um so when did you guys start your first podcast like when was the first episode oh my god so long ago it was like summer of 2018 yeah wow oh, wow so you guys have yeah. you guys are not newbies at this you guys are yeah. like varsity well, we freshmen like a, right now hiatus. several hiatuses okay yeah. okay <laughs> Um, obviously like life gets in the way and we've both gone through some stuff where it's just been like too much to keep up with it um but since we brought it back in June I guess um we've been trying to be really consistent about it and like actually drive it to like where it can be because I know like we've we've had so much great feedback and stuff and doing it for almost two years now or about two years I guess on and off <laughs> consistently yeah like a year um, and a half <laughs> I mean it's fun we we really enjoy it yeah yeah I well that. I love it that was a perfect little like beginner getting to know each other yes. so now we're gonna get in today's bulk of the episode do you want to the meat it? and the potatoes there you go, go. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you intro it okay so what was your guys's biggest struggle in high school and how would you like how would you tell everyone that you overcame it? Like, what were the ways you overcame the struggles? You can just, like, use one example that, like, has stuck out to you. But if you could, like, how do you? We, we want you guys <laughs> to expand on, like, what your high school experience was. Because, obviously, you guys are in your mid-20s. We are just seniors in high school. The eras are completely different. The situations and scenarios we're in, like, 
for example, full online school. We have TikTok now, Instagram, like yeah. all this stuff. It's so much different. So we just huh. want to hear from you guys, like like friend groups. Yeah. Like, what was what your was experience your like high in high school, school? Experience is like, yeah. I'll yeah, I'll start. So I kind of had an atypical high school experience. I went to an all girl school. Um, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a little strange, but we had a brother school and stuff. So obviously still had, you know, the boy interaction. For me, I was like very hard on myself. I still am. Um, and that's probably my biggest struggle even to this day is that like, I was like, I have to get straight A's. I also have to be like captain of the dance team and captain of the golf team and involved in like whatever, like student government. Like I was yeah, such literally. a child. That's literally Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. That's crazy. Yeah. And like, I like laugh about it now because I'm still kind of the same way. But I mean, even just talking to my boyfriend the other day, I was like, wow, I was such a tryhard. Like I was senior class president and I was like vice president of my sorority. Like I just put a lot of pressure on myself um especially to get good grades and I would say looking back on it like getting straight A's in high school really doesn't matter I mean <laughs> I need that right out. now I need that like with all my testing going on that just like brought so much ease to my soul <laughs> like you have no idea <laughs> like I was like no like I have to have a 4.0 like I have to be the top of the class whatever I have to get into a good college but at the end of the day like straight A's in high school do not matter. Like, they're not going to have an impact on the rest of your life. Like, you can get a B or even a C here and there. And oh, it's like hurts. Okay. Oof. <laughs> she has a problem. I it's do. fine. We're working on it. <laughs> no, but I mean, and that's like so hard to hear for someone that, I mean, I care a lot about like my future and like progressing to the level I want to be at. So I think for me, I just put so much pressure on myself in that department. And I think if I had eased up a little bit, I probably would have been a lot less stressed and a lot just more calm and relaxed in every day. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, I would say the biggest struggle that I probably faced. I want to ask you a question about that really quickly. Sorry. So did you carry on that persona of like really striving to like being a go-getter, like wanting to get good grades, all this stuff into college? Did it kind of like die off at some point or did it stay through college? Oh no. I mean, it's still here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I mean, like I said, I was vice president of my sorority in college. I definitely started to care slightly less about my grades in college just yeah. because social life. Um, but, and I'm, I'm big for social life school balance um, mm -hmm. for sure. So yeah, I think your priorities change, obviously, when you're in a different phase of life. So for me, there were things in college that were more important than getting straight A's necessarily. Right. But I was still like, trying very hard in the things that I was most passionate about. Okay. Which I think is a good quality. Don't absolutely don't, for well, sure. Well, having a drive is very important. But then you also have to find that he healthy balance of like having a drive, but then also maintaining like your mental like living. health yeah <laughs> like being a teenager yeah. or a college student like you have to find that healthy balance so it's happy yeah. to know that I'm not alone because that's what I'm going through right now <laughs> oh yeah you are not alone at all do not okay, worry no you know what they say uh C's get degrees so. <laughs> yes <laughs> true that's what I live by I'm just chilling terrible example but yeah I'm I definitely agree like I was all about the like social school life balance like specifically in college I, again, this is a really bad example for me to be telling you, but like it got to the point where I had so much on my plate between like sorority and like social life and school that I would like choose which classes like 
to skip in order to like study for another class or to like go to like a sorority function. I've been there. At the end of the day, what is going to benefit my life at the end of the day? Like, like I got a lot of leadership for my sorority. So like that experience, I was like, I think that this is going to take me further than like going to this like American history, like liberal studies class that yeah yeah, makes yeah. Sense. totally that's how that. i am though like what really matters here you know yeah right yeah. and it, you have to be strategic because you will get to that point where you have too much on your plate and you need to prioritize and i think that that's also part of like what you learn as a college student is like how to prioritize that and that's something you're going to take with you like out of college too. yeah i mean i specifically remember one time skipping one class to write a paper for another class and because my school was so small like my it was a very small class my professor called me and was like why aren't you in class no <laughs> get ready pate that's all I you know. says oh, god. oh my <laughs> god no way yeah and i was like oh my god i was like so embarrassed and i was like i have to answer this call because like if i don't he's gonna like ream my ass the next class <laughs> so i'm like i'm sorry i have to write a paper for another class um <laughs> I promise I'll be there next time. I'll get the <laughs> I'm so glad that never happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is like trying to balance what's important. I mean, obviously, like we said, we were both very involved with sorority stuff. And sometimes like the pressures to plan a sorority function or a parent's weekend brunch were like, which honestly, meant so much at the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like a life or death situation in the moment. So but like, like, I would rather be stressing over that versus, like, my nine-page paper that's due tomorrow and, like, I'm not finished. I'd rather be stressing out about, like, oh, what's sorority brunch? Like, that's yeah, what I want. No, I understand. <laughs> because Don't I, worry. Like, there will still be nine-page papers to stress about, too. <laughs> you know, it, we'll get through it one step at a time. But, yeah, I'm, I literally have a nine-page paper due tomorrow, and I'm a little yeah. stressed out, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, yeah, did you guys have any issues with, like, clicks or, um, like, girl groups guy groups did you guys experience anything like that in high school well I was gonna say too so my like I would say my biggest issue in high school what you guys were just asking like was definitely um putting a lot of pressure on myself not necessarily for grades and to be a go-getter but to get everybody to like me like I've always been like the people pleaser like I'm a Libra and like I'm a type two Enneagram and everyone that meets me is like that makes so much sense I'm a type two yeah (laughs) So they're like, okay, well, like, you're not ever going to have everyone like, like you. And I was like, that's just not true. Like I can, I can make everyone like me. I just can. So in high school, that was definitely a lot of like pressure put on me. I wanted to like, not necessarily like fit in. Like I knew like who I was at the time as much as you can as like a 16, 17 year old. Right. But I just like wanted to make sure that I was like friends with everybody and that I was like making sure that I was like doing the cool thing and not in a bad way, but it was just a lot of pressure that I put on myself. And at the end of the day, it really didn't mean much because like I had my core group of like probably four girlfriends that we were like a really like secure group. And then of course there was like the other cliques, like there was the girls who played soccer. And then there was like the girls who like were on like the yearbook club (laughs) and like, there was a bunch of different groups Clicks, and I wanted to like yeah. be friends with all of them, but yeah. I don't talk to any of them anymore. Like we follow each other on Instagram maybe, but like my core group is still my core high school group that I still go on like yearly trips with. And like, Aww. Oh, that's I'm, good for you. That's, yeah, awesome. that's so fun. Yeah. So I guess like, don't worry so much about other people liking you. I mean, definitely be friendly with everyone because again, you never know who you're going to cross paths right. with in your adult life. 
Um, but it, it doesn't matter as much to like be the cool girl and to have everyone from all these different friend groups like you. Like everyone's gonna go do their own thing after high school anyway. Yeah, yes, I love that. Way, but I kind of, yeah. I kind of experienced. I'm, I've gotten over that finally. But I would say in middle school, I definitely experienced that like a ton. I was constantly worried about like, does this boy like me? Do I look pretty enough? Am I skinny enough? Are these girls like me enough? Like, I was so worried about my image and then like the vibes I gave off. And I soon realized whenever I came to my school now, it's a public school, like no one cares. Like I went from a class of 25 to like 400, 300. And I was like, I'm this little itty bitty person out of this big fish in the sea. And like, some people give two craps about who I am. Like it's not that serious. At the end of the day, it's not that serious. Well, yeah. With our podcast name, I want to ask you guys, how would you deal with, or what advice would you give high school girls and guys right now um, as to how to cope with being uninvited? Yeah. That's so good. I'm funny. Thanks. That's, yeah. I mean, that's something that obviously you're going to experience your entire life being uninvited and it it sucks. It's like the feeling of FOMO, fear of missing out. I mean, FOMO, missing (laughs) out just like being left out, not being included, like why, again, like kind of going off of what Kim said, like I was the same way, slash still am the same way, like people pleaser want to be included in everything. And there have been instances where obviously I haven't been included for one reason or another, and that really hurts. But you have to find your people that, like I think finding your people that you know like love you deep down and like know who you are I think that's the most important thing because there are always those people that will fully understand you and finding those good people to surround yourself with is most important because it's so easy to get caught up in like the popular girls in school or like I'm sure like the football team or whatever like like high school boy (laughs) you guys like (laughs) and it's like the feeling of rejection is is awful. No one ever wants oh, it's to so feel bad. that way. But when you find the people that like can really ground you and like that know who you are deep down, I think that's those are the people and the friendships you have to value the most. You have to look at those people as the people that build you up and like the other little people in your life that might like crush you like here and there. You can't you can't take those hits with like a super intense level of emotion. Take it with a grain of salt. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I think another thing too, is that you have to just, I'm like a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Me too. I live by that. I live by that. She always says that. (laughs) It's true though, because like, you never know, like that one party that you don't get invited to, like, are the cops going to go and everyone's going to get in trouble and you're going to be glad that you didn't go. Like that's an extreme example. But nowadays, like I, it's funny because we have so much going on that like, I hope sometimes that I don't get invited so I don't have another obligation. (laughs) But like, it's funny to look back and think about how many times that I wish that I was invited to more things or I wish that I was included. But you have to think about like the time in your life that it frees up for you to do other things. Like, even if it's like reflecting on why did you really want to go to that? Like, do I really need to go be spending time with those people who aren't like my true friends? And and I think it could go different ways in a lot of different scenarios, whether it's like a party or like something else. But it, it everything does happen for a reason and again like you're gonna drift away from certain people that you meet in high school but the people who matter the most like Mad said like are still gonna be there at the end of the day yeah going off of that too just like a little bit um in my freshman year of high school I was like kind of in in the 
friend group. Oh my God. I literally understand. <laughs> and like, it was, I, I don't know how I ended up there because it's not who I am at all, but mm-hmm. somehow oh I God. found myself in this group of girls and there were like four of us and the other three girls were so different than who I am, but um, like cared so much about like money and like being flashy and like about like what other people thought of them. And like, I remember I got to this point where we were like, we're going to all get like friendship rings. And at the time, <laughs> we were like, oh, we're going to get friendship, ring- friendship rings from Tiffany's. Oh my and- God. What? <laughs> <laughs> my mom literally was like, who are you? <laughs> my mom was like, I am not giving you the money to buy that. And I'm Absolutely like, Absolutely not. It's ridiculous. I'm like, I don't have money, so I can't. Oh right. my God. And they kind of like shut me out for it and I was like this is not absolutely not that's because of an item because of that's so wrong Mm -hmm. yeah and it was it broke my heart too I was like crying yelling at my mom I was like no I need to buy it like at the time I thought it was like that is so sad that's so wrong but it happens more often than yeah that's yeah (laughs) that's like a blessing in disguise talking about it now I'm like (laughs) wow I was so shallow like right even a part of but and that whole like demise of that friend group honestly led me to my very best friends in high school that I'm still friends with to this day that I still keep in touch with like the people that know me better than anyone else and like I'm so grateful for having that experience because it really like it happened for a reason I say that's exactly. where Kim's saying comes in everything happens everything for a reason okay so I was gonna bring up because I was I have talked about on past episodes, like, I admitted to being a mean girl, and, like, my principal even said, like, I am the Regina George of my school. She said that. Oh my God. <laughs> I like it, and I'm not kidding. When she was in middle school. When I was in middle school, not high school. She's, she's found her ways. Yes. But, Thank God. Um, I yeah. Would, yeah. <laughs> God, no. She would not be sitting next to me. I'll no. tell you that right now. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I experienced the same thing with you, Madison. Like, I was so different like then than I am now I was surrounding myself with the wrong people so kudos to you for admitting that like you were in a bad spot like that was the wrong group because I was just like I I asked her I was like we should ask that question because I need like sympathy with other people that I'm not the only one that went through and there's probably girls and boys out there that are going through that right now right oh yeah yeah. do you guys want to hear a a funny story about absolutely absolutely. let's hear it (laughs) so I was never a mean girl but somehow like honestly middle school and high school I always found myself in like the mean girls group but like I was like the Katie Heron of the group like oh my god was, <laughs> was, like, let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like okay I don't know how I ended up here and my parents were like why do you hang out with these girls and I was like my friends like I just want to be cool and like they would literally tell me to do things like and I would like say like mean things to people like not terrible but I would just do these things to like be friends with these girls and like legit one of the girls thought it would be a good idea to like make a burn book like I kid you not like you're kidding so we made this like burn book like in a like a three ring binder oh my and they were like Kim like we left it at my house for some reason they were like Kim bring it to school so I like brought it to school and they like made me open it up like in the middle of the cafeteria one day at lunch and then like this whole rumor spread that I made this burn book and I brought it to school and I was like 
crying. I was like, oh my God, I don't want ever to think that's that. That's awful. God. I like want to hug you. That's Yeah, terrible. that's awful. <laughs> oh my God. I never heard this story. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> we learn new things day, every like, day. My other high school friends that I'm like still best friends with today, they're like, oh yeah, like Kim brought a burn book to school in high school. And I always get so mad. I'm like, don't tell people that. Like, I don't want them to think that I'm mean. But right. oh my God. It was just like little things like that that, um, yeah, just really make you, like, question who you're friends with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Kim, I want to ask you a question. Like, well, what was the transition like going from being friends with those mean girls, quote-unquote mean girls, to, like, your friend group now that you met in high school that you still love? How was that transition? Do you remember if it was, like, choppy, if it was awkward? Um, I don't know. Actually, oh, yes, it was kind of choppy because <laughs> – Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, like – I think at the time, oh gosh, I don't even, I, I guess it doesn't really matter because knowing that I went to high school, it's going to listen to this. So I did something bad. I, at the time, like made out with this guy who had a girlfriend, which Uh-oh. I didn't like really think about the percussions at the time, but it was something that dumb that I just did. So my best friend at the time was like friends with this girl, but she was better friends with me. And like, we didn't like tell her like no one ever told her I like felt terrible about it. I never talked to the guy again like whatever and then like a couple months go by or like six months go by and like all of a sudden I start getting like all these mean messages like from all the girls and like something is happening and then I find out that my best friend at the time just decided to tell her and then I like reach uh-uh. out to her and I was like what happened and like she just like ghosted me like all of a sudden no. she just went from like me to them and was like I like I told them like I'm their friend now and I was like what like what happened like you told me that you were gonna say anything and so then basically they all just kind of like left and were doing their own thing and I always had my core group of friends because we were on the cheer team together but I was never like super close with them I was always kind of like with both friend groups like right kind of like a floater type of stitch yeah like splitting my time between the two so I wasn't like super close with one or the other um they were the ones who were there for me like when that whole thing happened and they were like I understand like you're not a bad person like you made a mistake and this girl was terrible to just like know that you made this mistake and had that in her mind for like six months and then just decided she was going to like hate you for it and go and join this group that all hated you for it. So that's when I kind of really got close with them and they understood because they're not perfect either. Like none of us are perfect people. We make mistakes. And honestly, it was, it was kind of like a breath of fresh air because I didn't have to like pretend to be somebody. I didn't have to like harbor that secret anymore. And like, right. I was just with this group of girls that kind of, we weren't like under the radar, but we were kind of just like separate from all the like mainstream drama. That's, I, that's, that's, that's me and Lauren, Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's really hard to come to terms with yourself that like you're it's okay. miserable in yeah. this friend group. That's so hard to yeah. say that to yourself. Cause you're like, okay, we look great. Like we have this perfect but you we're know, not reputation, great. but we're miserable. And yeah. it's so hard to come to terms with that. Cause I've experienced it myself. She has like, so good. For and we have that. together. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, also, like, obviously, you guys probably know this, but I mean, the people that are popular in high school, like, that doesn't last forever. Right. So. Absolutely. <laughs> I will tell you, it's the, most, it's the most satisfying thing, not to be mean, but it's so satisfying to see people that, like, bullied you in high school 
and see where they're at now, like compared to you. And it's just like, ah, oh, like one day we'll go through that. <laughs> like yes. we're so we're young. Waiting. We're waiting. I'm waiting for a high school reunion where I pull up mm-hmm. and I'm this big lawyer and ooh, and yeah. like my dad, right? Yes. About. <laughs> right. Like, like who made it? Who right. made it? Oh my <laughs> god, I love it. I cannot wait for that day. Oof. It's funny because like you get to the point where you really you don't care about other people's lives anymore, like you did in. in high school like you're just kind of focused on yourself but like I would be totally lying if I said it didn't give me like a little like ping of satisfaction just to know that like I'm here and you made it girl you made it yeah who you are you know I love that (laughs) well I'll ask a question if you don't have that's fine I just I have a lot to talk about um so obviously like I don't remember so you guys are 20 okay so my brother is like 22 so he's a little bit younger than you so I don't really know what social media was like whenever you guys were in high school um so like what were your main forms of communication like what did you use because oh, obviously God. it's so different nowadays you're aging us <laughs> like, sorry <laughs> I just I find this very I think this is no, so, it is interesting so interesting in life me yeah I remember like the day that I made an Instagram I think I was like a junior I I was a sophomore because oh you were ahead of the time this cool girl <laughs> I remember and she had Instagram like before everyone else did really so I like got one super early on, but it was so weird. And like, it was, it was just like an artsy Y'all photo thing. Y'all wouldn't die if you saw my first Instagram. <laughs> there were like photos of like clocks. And, like, what? Yeah. And, like a visco almost? Like what? Yeah, like, yeah, you like literally a thought you were like a photographer and you put oh, so many God. heavy filters on it. Mm. It was <laughs> like, the most heavy filter you could possibly put. Oh, we love that. Yeah, so... I mean that, and that was like whatever our sophomore junior year. We had Facebook. Like, there was no, there was no Instagram DMs. It was just Instagram. Yeah, DMs came about whenever I was in middle school. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Facebook and like and I Twitter. had Facebook in eighth grade. I got Twitter sometime in high school. Yeah, Twitter was like really popular back then, and then it kind of like died down, and then now everyone's back on it for like news and like yeah. memes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but- and then, um, I guess we. What else did we have? Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat came oh, out when we yeah. were. In high school too. That came out when we were in like sophomore, it's, junior. I feel like an infant right now. Yeah, this me is too. Bizarre. That's weird. <laughs> I remember like I had a BlackBerry until <laughs> senior year. Yeah. No <laughs> way. I yeah. wish I was in that time era. Right. Like honestly. I remember like I met some guys at the brother school, and like this guy that I was like kind of crushing on had a BlackBerry too. Oh. And my at God. the time it was like BlackBerry Messenger, and. <laughs> The original, like, iPhone group message. And BlackBerry Messenger, you could see if someone read your message. This was, like, pre-iMessage. And everyone was like, oh, like, BBM is the best thing ever because you can, like, see if someone read your message. (laughs) It was, like, the very first iteration of, like, read and rejected. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's actually hilarious. (laughs) We would would have, like, the double check mark. It was, like, sent and then read. Yeah. If you had the double check mark, you were like, oh, I was left on read. Oh. Yeah, and we were like, oh my god, like we thought we were like the shit for having these Blackberries and like having like yeah. Blackberry messenger groups or whatever with our friends. But yeah, I mean, it was pretty late in the game that we got Instagram and um, Snapchat and all that. So yeah. it's it's weird because I remember when Snapchat first came out, my friend was like, oh, here's this new app. You can send photos and they disappear. And everyone was like, Pics Those were yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everyone what do like, my parents think? So? Like, 
They seem yeah, like your the old people were like, like guys, out of I promise you it's more than just that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was like our mindset at first. We were like, should we even download this? Like, is this a sketchy thing to download? Oh and uh, back then everyone was like, all of the pictures that you send go into this like cloud and like they're all going to get released like at some point. Oh so God. everyone was like scared of like that happening. That yeah. It was going to get uncovered somehow. <laughs> But yeah, I remember, I remember my very first Snapchats. Good times. Wait, oh my God. Were you guys in school when they had Form Spring? You remember Form Spring? No. Oh my God. Do you remember Form Spring? What yeah. is it? So Form Spring, it was kind of like right in the height of like social media was just coming about like Instagram and then Snapchat yeah. and like everyone was competing to have like the coolest communication platform. Right. And Form Spring, whoever thought this was a good idea, not sure. <laughs> but it was basically like an anonymous forum where you would go on. So like you would have your own form string profile. Right. And like you and people, would, people get, would link it on their Facebooks and stuff. And it was basically like an anonymous forum for people to ask you questions. Oh, like ask FM. Ask FM. Yeah. Like yeah. ask FM. Yeah. Okay. Same idea. Same idea. And it was terrible. Like literally just a gateway for people to, to bully you. Yeah, yeah, that's awful. So that leads great segue to my next question. Do you guys think <laughs> that cyberbullying was really apparent or like it happened a lot whenever you guys were in high school? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, we were in middle school at the height of AIM. AIM, like instant messenger or whatever. Yeah. Like, God, we sound old, but <laughs> that's like honestly where I thought cyberbullying started, at least in my life, because at the time, AIM, you could make your profile. And one thing that girls would do would post their friends' initials in their profile. So, like, if you were like, it was like a so list and of so all best friends. friend, it would be like KB, and then it would be like MM. And, you know, you're like going through all of your friends' profiles to make sure that your initials are there. Oh my God. And Wait, if they're what? not, you're like, oh That's my God, so why is this girl starting drama with me? And that was in like sixth and seventh grade. I, yeah, I, I think cyberbullying really became a thing, like, in middle school, I think. For sure. In high school, bullying was just, like, face-to-face or, like, behind-your-back bullying. It wasn't, like, as social media-centric, but I remember in MySpace, I was getting bullied by this girl. I can't even remember why on MySpace because she, like, was inboxing me, and I remember this was before the days when you had internet on your cell phones, so, like, I would get so much anxiety to go home at the end of the day and, like, get on my computer, like, or laptop. I don't even think I had a laptop. I guess it was like my family's computer at that <laughs> oh point. Oh my God. And I would be like so nervous. And like, there would be like an inbox message waiting for me. And me and this girl would just go back and forth, like only during post. Only during the night time. Like, oh <laughs> my God. Like I had to wait like between like nine and three in order to come back and like respond to her message. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> and I, I, I honestly, to God, have no idea why we didn't like each other. But I remember she was like, calling me pizza face because I had what? like oh my god it's awful and, like, such like stupid things <laughs> she's like dying <laughs> I know <laughs> it's funny Madison and I like have never really talked about high school I feel like so she hasn't heard like any of these yeah I <laughs> love totally. it hey I mean it's making you guys grow closer if anything right oh yeah. yeah no I mean but I was like should I go to like see the guidance counselor about this Aww. like but it was fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I feel like cyberbullying didn't happen as much, but obviously, like, judgment from social media happened in high school, because when Instagram really did start taking off and people were posting things other than artsy photos, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, everyone's, like, obsessed with posting pictures with their boyfriend or uh-huh. whatever, and, like, you know, it's your high school boyfriend, like, rolling my eyes at all of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> life, life happens very fast. Uh-huh. Realize, but... Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> it's just funny because it's like, oh my god, so and so is dating him, like posting all these photos with him. Like next it's week it's over, honey. Big- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, no, we yeah. always say like we think some high school like. Some people have been dating forever and ever and good for you, but, like, we think it's overrated. Yeah. Not saying I've had my boyfriend in high school, like, she's dating someone, but I, I think, think like, it's for the experience, you yeah. know? Like, it's fun oh, I mean, to, like, definitely. have fun for the minute, but yeah, it's Absolutely. not that serious. I mean, I still, like, talk to my high school boyfriend as friends. Like, oh that's so good. I love that. Yeah. He actually is, like, moving right now to Georgia. He used to live in New York City. Oh, that's a transition. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't know anyone down, like, in the South, really, other than me, because he, like, was born and raised up in, like, the North, like, Jersey and whatever. So he was, like, asking me, like, oh, I know you have friends that live in Atlanta. Like, can you give me some, like, neighborhood recommendations and stuff? And it was just so funny, because I'm, like, oh, my God, it's so weird that, like, you were, like, my boyfriend for whatever year. Right. Oh, my God. But now we that is really life. weird. Because now you guys are, like, living, li- like, you're actually right. living your lives. And it's like, wait, what? That's so stupid. Like, right. what was yeah. that? <laughs> I saw this quote on Visco, and it was, like, um, out of all the people in the world, you think you'll find your soulmate in St. Louis, like, where we're from. And I was, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I totally understand. Like, it's not going to happen. But, right. I will say, like, I, it works out for some people. But I know, yeah. like, a handful of people who were, like, high school sweethearts who are no longer with their person like yeah so even though they seem like the ideal couple and like oh my god I just want to find love like that they're so lucky they found it early on like they're really not because they're missing out on like yeah. experiencing a lot of other right. stuff yeah I think especially can, like, in college like yeah, yeah I think you can a- value a lot from like any relationship at any point in your life like right. there are people that I had friendships with that I'm not nearly as close with as I once was but I can still like look back on that friendship or even like catch up with that person and be like wow, like, I totally value, like, the impact you had on my life, and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's how it is with, for me, that's kind of how I look at relationships, like, I don't go into any relationship wanting it to, like, end or seeing an expiration date on it, right, but obviously life happens, things change, and, like, they don't always work out, but, like, I try with most of my relationships to, like, look back on them and be, like, you know what, like, I took something good away from this. I right. learned like everything stuff. happened for a reason. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> well, and I always say, like I said it on a past episode, if my mom always tells me like, what value does this person bring into your life? Like what value does Peyton bring in my life? My ex-boyfriend, like all that stuff. Cause if at the end of the day, you can't like pinpoint like what exactly they're bringing to the table, then you're wasting your time. Like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think another good point is like, do they make you the best version of yourself? Right. Like, Absolutely. Yes. And that you are when you're around them. Right. And I think that's definitely an important question to ask people like your mom and your friends. Like if they don't like who you are when you're around them, then that's probably a bad sign. Because again, like your mom, your best friend, those are the people who are going to be there. Like at the yeah, end of the day, the most. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So you want to listen to them if they're like, yo, this boyfriend is making Bitch. you like, and like, I don't like who you are around him. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. Them. And just like a word of advice to you guys, like, I think, I mean, I entered college with a high school boyfriend, which, horrible mistake. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it lasted less than At long. least take, like, a semester <laughs> off and then decide if you want to try again. Right. But, like, I, you will miss out on so much, especially the first, like, six months of college. Yeah, and I feel like people, like, now especially, like, at the time, I'm like, oh, there's so much technology. Like, we have FaceTime, whatever. And I'm sure for your generation, like, you guys probably even feel that more so just because, like, yeah. we're interconnected with people 24 7 that are like across across the globe yeah but don't use that as like the reason to prevent you from living your life because yeah hell yeah I love it I I love that yeah 
Because like, I know personally, I just want to, like, spread my wings and prosper. Like, I yes. just want to get out of here. Like, find your purpose. Like, Absolutely. That's what, like, college is for fun. And, like, why would you be locked down Because that's you don't the, have to be? Right. That's, like, like, our next step of life. Yeah. Like, that's our next yeah. chapter. Yeah. yeah. And for a lot of our listeners, like, our demographic is mostly high school kids or, like, like 18 freshmen. 20-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> in college. So, like, I think that's really important to remember – you know, make sure you're doing what you're doing for you. Make sure you're going to college for you. Like that is the biggest, that should be the number one priority on your list. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Do not choose a college for a boyfriend ever. Yes. No, yeah. love Don't it. Preach that. Love it. Back. Love that. Well, <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. I love talking yeah. to you guys. This was great. Oh my God. We'll have to have you guys on our, our show. Yes, soon. we would love to. I would love, love to. Yes, absolutely. It was, it was a lot of fun reminiscing. I know. I, I really <laughs> We're glad. We're glad you had it. Well, thank you guys so much. Have a great night. And you yes. guys. We have oh made my it. God. We made it to the end. We made it to the end. But actually, it's not over yet with them. Absolutely not. We've just begun. I don't know about you guys. I loved that episode. Absolutely. It was like a breath of fresh air because you and I were getting so tired and like zombie Yes, and they were like, hello. And we were like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like even right now, this is so weird compared to whenever we were on the I phone. I know. It's such a difference. Okay, so we want feedback though. Yes. How do you guys like the guest situation? Here, yeah, feel you free know? to DM us. I'm going to post a question bubble on our Instagram. Yes, talk so, to us. We want to hear it. Talk to us, ladies and gents. Yes, and obviously go follow us. Um, um, millennials and mimosas on instagram yes. we'll have all that stuff linked in we'll, once this is we'll put it up on our instagram oh, you'll see yeah. it. we'll oh, make it known Ugh. um yeah <laughs> so anyways apologies if any of the audio is kind of weird or choppy it was our first time doing a guest and we did it through zoom it was a process and a half but but we, we did it. it we delivered it because you're hearing it and you're here now hearing it so and we're so happy you've made it to the end so yes. go sip that coffee sis <laughs> okay we love you guys we'll see you guys next episode bye love you to the man